All right. Welcome again to another terrific show. You know this show is about inspiration, motivation, always with successful people who have risen to the heights, and most importantly, doing it right, which just means they've maintained their integrity. They're still real people, no matter how famous. They're just real people. And I have two guests on today that fit that bill. So stay tuned. Welcome to our podcast, Doing It Right. This podcast reveals authentic stories from successful leaders doing it right. It's about their journey to become a leader, their choices, motivations, and lessons. In essence, how they built successful personal brands. Your host is Valerie Sokolowski, author of eight leadership books and nationally known as an authority on executive presence and personal branding. Let's get started. Here's Valerie. All right. Nick and Chris Nickich. This is interesting, folks, because it's spelled N-I-K-I-C. So I just now had to ask my guests who are remote, obviously, how do you say it? Nickich. Well, I can remember that. Itch, right? <laughs> Chris and Nick Nickich. Chris is a world's Guinness record holder and world champion Ironman finisher who set a new world record by being the first Olympic Special Olympics athlete and the first person with Down syndrome to complete, listen to this, 140.6 mile Ironman. He's done so many things, and now, because he's famous, he has a platform. Isn't that great? Sometimes people, like my guests, who make it to world events, world recognition, famous people, they're still real, and those are the only folks I'll have on the show, and these people certainly are. And so, here's Chris's mission, and also his dad's. Now, as he travels the world speaking to inspire others like him to pursue their dreams and their goals. You know, uh, first of all, just welcome, welcome, welcome. It's not easy to, for you, I know, to take the time to be on Doing It Right or any other show when you're traveling so much. So I'd just like to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. You Always a pleasure and an honor to be invited and included. Thank you. Well, I want to get right to your story because it's so inspirational. Um, you know, I'd like to ask you what it means, Chris and Nick, either of you, to answer this, to be in the world book of world records, the first person with Down syndrome to ever complete an Iron Man. That's huge. I didn't know I started cooking right there. Um, back in 2018, I swam across the Navy, and apparently I sort of a crystal chair. And uh, my dad was like, oh, I can't buy baby lying there and eating ball rides for Chiponce. <laughs> so I found a prayer to eat ball rides for Chiponce. And when uh, we came home, both my mom and my sister said it's crazy. 
I'm sorry. And they both looked at me and said, why are you thinking doing this? And I think I did. Thinking it's crazy. And then, when I come to I met, it's crazy. I'm still crazy? Yeah. Well, it takes two of us, though. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, so my perspective on world records is, you know, everybody looks at them, not necessarily in awe, but in terms of looking at themselves and saying, could I do something like that? And I view Chris's records um, and the things that he's doing mm -hmm. as a milestone for others like him around the world to look at them and say, I wonder if I can do that and to maybe inspire them to initiate something in their own life and to pursue their own dreams and goals and to pursue their own full potential. Um, and so the first is a nice record, but I believe the better records are the ones that will be coming in terms of being the fastest at something because that's something everybody else can pursue on their own as well. Mm -hmm. And I think what we'll see is a lot of other young men and women with Down syndrome and autism who are going to do amazing things as a result of having of Chris having those records and giving them a target to shoot for. Thank you for that. And, you know, one of the um, top takeaways that you shared with me is that to reach your full potential, you've got to have really big goals. So when did this really big goal start to germinate? Well, it, it took a couple of years, and Chris alluded to it earlier in his comments about um, after a couple of years of doing triathlons and just doing it to make friends and, and get in shape, Chris swam across this lake for the first time a thousand meters and the tradition is to sign the wall uh, of this guy, Lucky, uh, with your name. And Chris signed Chris World Champ. And that's when the idea was born. Uh, because I looked at that and something told me that Chris had something going on in his mind that said he wanted to be a world champ at something. And I looked at him and I said, hey, buddy, how about an Ironman? Because if you do an Ironman, you'll be a world champ. And he said, okay, dad, let's do it. And that's where the idea came from. And then a year later, Chris completed the Ironman, and the rest is history. Oh, my gosh. You know, that story, your story, is so inspirational and should be very motivating to every single one of our audiences listening or watching today. And the thing that I loved about what you said is, both of you, we all have potential. But, you know the world can push that potential down. Bosses can push that potential down. Friends, not so friends maybe, but people can push our potential down. What does it take to keep that grit, that determination, that inner knowing that I am someone that can do better things? What does it take? Well, I think from my perspective, it takes a belief um, in God, that God makes us and gives us potential that's way beyond anything we can understand. Um, it, because you're right, everybody else tells us what we can't do. Mm -hmm. uh, but history is is full of people who have shown us through their faith and through their actions that they could do amazing things, and those things were always inside of them. And so we believe strongly that God puts potential inside of us, and it's a gift that we're given, and, and 
in order to accept that gift, we need to work hard. But then really the, uh, the mission after that is to share that gift with others. Because you're right, the world is telling us what we can't do. Yeah. We need more role models and examples like Chris, who can show us through his example of what they can do and what their true potential is. Uh, and, and Chris is, is that person. Uh, more so than anybody else I've ever met in my whole life is his ability to uh, take what seems to be very limited potential and turn it into something extraordinary, which does become inspirational to other people. And so um, I'm inspired every day by watching what Chris does on a consistent basis and how he inspires and how he's a role model for others and, and really how he uh, demonstrates what God can do for any of us if we're willing to accept his gift and then share it with others. And these are our mayor. <laughs> I am an old man. But you <laughs> are amazing. Oh, no. I can tell you two have a very special relationship, right? How often, Chris, does he jab you a little bit, huh? I jab you. <laughs> I oh. love what you said about uh, just the father-son relationship, and I'm sure it's your mom and family in full. I had a gentleman, a person that is a relative, he's passed, but I'll never forget this. He came to visit one time, he was sitting in our living room, and he just kind of gave a sigh, and he looked at us and he said, you know, I'll never understand why I never got to do what I really wanted to do. And when he said that, my heart just sank. And that was a long time ago. And that was one of the things that motivated me to say, I'll never be that. I'll never allow that. By golly, you said it earlier. I believe in God too. And when he wants to open doors, he opens doors. But I think there are a lot of people maybe listening or watching that um, question this whole thing about imposter syndrome. Well, I'm not good enough. Maybe I need to be doing more. This whole thing, it's just driving me crazy. Imposter syndrome. What would you say to those people uh, using your 1%? Tell us about that, because I think that's the best advice I've ever heard. Well, you know, to your uh, uh, you know, to be gangster, you know, to, yeah. uh, realize that, uh, and any of these actors already to your personal self, that, that's, look, from our perspective, we got, uh, Circles with autism that accompanied Ironman. And then two boys accompanied for Ironman. Yeah, so, no, I, I agree with you, Chris, right? So you said, first you said patience. Yeah. And that's the essence of the 1% better system, right? That's what you are. You're patient. Every day, just a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You continue to do it. And then, as you said, you have to keep, you have to work hard, right? There's no way around it. And the example you just used, the two girls and the two boys from Special Olympics, your friends who just completed Ironmans in the last 30 days. Mm -hmm. 
that's another example, right, of how your example showed them what they could do. And so they took and they took that example and they worked hard. And now they were able to achieve things and break, set new world records, right? Because they got 1% better because they'd watch you do it. And I think that's how you break the imposter syndrome yeah. is you show people through, as Chris says, through patience, through perseverance, through being a role model of what is possible, you show others and then they show others. Right now, the momentum is building in Florida because we have six athletes from Special Olympics who have completed an Ironman. And so the imposter syndrome becomes more difficult to justify when you see more and more role models like we're seeing throughout Florida and we'll see soon around the world. So the 1% Better system is designed to do something consistently on a daily basis and to demonstrate progress. Um, progress that is simple, that's believable, that's achievable. And that then ends up building a mindset, one that becomes permanent, where success is believable. You stop listening to all the naysayers and all the people who say you can't, because now you have evidence over a year, year and a half, two years, where you've shown consistently you can get 1% better, which means you're successful every day. And when you've been successful every day by achieving 1% more, there's nobody that's going to convince you that you can't be successful at anything you set in your mind to. And that's where Chris is today. He has been successful for six years by getting 1% better on a daily basis. And he's got these wild, crazy dreams and goals that people think just there's no way. Mm -hmm. He believes it. And I believe that he can achieve it as long as he continues to get 1% better every day. And that's really how you overcome the imposter syndrome and the uh, community and the, the circumstances around you that keep telling you what you can't do. You have to build a series of successes in your own subconscious mind that tell you otherwise. So beautifully said. So beautifully said. Thank you for that. I um, I was thinking about this 1% because, number one, it seems so simple. All of us, all of us, to your point, can do something every day just 1% better. And that takes this whole thing about You've got to have these goals. We do have to have these goals, but that sometimes feels and seems like it's it's too big, big goals. It can be this 1%. Nick, you're in sales, right? Now you're probably doing a lot of other things. But tell us how you first got into sales and how this 1% came into being. Sure. So... Um... You know, my, my inspiration comes from my mother, who, uh, when I was five, six years old, living in communist Yugoslavia, you know, she's a fourth grade educated, we're farmers, we've got nothing. And she says, someday you're going to be a successful engineer. And eventually, fast forward, we come to the United States when I was 10, I work hard, I go to Johns Hopkins, I become an engineer. But then I thought about how our whole life we've been poor, and so... I asked my guidance counselor, what can I do to make a lot of money? And he said, get into sales. I said, but I'm an engineer. He <laughs> said, okay, get into sales. They're going to love your engineering background. So I got into sales, not because I was unnatural, because I'm not. I'm an introverted engineer who likes my own peace and, and quiet. I like working on computers and I, I don't like people very much. I mean, I like them. I just, you know, I, I, you know, I like being <laughs> kind of alone a lot. 
So I got into sales purely because I had this dream to live a better life and take care of my family and make a lot of money. And, and so I used sales as the vehicle to build a lifestyle for my family. And then uh, I decided to get into training, sales training. And I met 25 years ago, as I was uh, getting into consulting and training, I met John Wooden. Uh, and we had dinner together one night. This was 25 years ago. And John Wooden explained to me that the secret to his success was this concept of slow pro progress. He said, uh, on a daily basis, he would measure everything and he would only improve things very minimally on a daily basis, but because he wanted to make sure that it was effective and if things weren't working, he could course correct. Mm -hmm. And so I got this idea of 1% better from John Wooden. And then I ended up starting a business and a company doing my own, my own consulting. And I built the whole concept around 1% better. And the idea was that we can change mindsets and behaviors and ultimately a culture by simply developing a habit of getting 1% better every day. And that's where it all came from. And then six years ago, I decided I was going to tweak it and modify it for Chris. And I said, Chris, I'm going to show you how by getting 1% better every day, you can achieve all your goals and dreams. And that's where the whole concept started. And, um, and this whole thing kind of came full circle. Um, just to make the, the story a little more interesting, if you will, uh, and why we believe in God so much and that he has a hand in everything we do. Um, the day we met John Wooden is the day Chris was conceived. Oh, wow. Thank you for that piece of information. You know, there no, are no accidents, are oh. there? You know, that's no. an, that, thank you for that. And, and it reminds me to uh, remind myself that sometimes it takes a long time for your true, deep purpose to show up. One of the things that I have expertise in and do in my work in leadership development, uh, Nick, is uh, helping people understand the depth of their own personal brand, the real who they are, because sometimes people don't appreciate some things about themselves that other people look at and say, wow, so many times someone will say, well, I didn't think that was a big deal. And so just recognizing that we all have that potential, which is something you also said in one of your takeaways, you said dream, you have to have a big dream if you're going to have big goals. Usually it's, we got to have big goals. So you turned it around and I really want you to talk on that. You said have big dreams in order to achieve big goals. Yeah, so, so dreams are lifelong things. Dreams define how you want to live, who you want to be, how you want to exist, uh, and what makes you go on a day-to-day -day basis. That's what dreams are. Mm -hmm. uh, and in my case, my dream was to be an engineer to take care of my family, right? Those are dreams uh, in order to live a certain lifestyle, right? Yeah. Along the way, we end up having goals. So when I sat down with Chris and said, buddy, you know, what's your dream? And Chris shared his dream with me. Buddy, you want to tell him what your dream is? Yeah. She told you your dream. What was it? Wife, wife, house, house, car. So you want to make your own money so you can get your own car, your own house, and get married and have a great life here. So Chris has a big dream. 
And when we think about that, to ask a young man, 18 years old with Down syndrome, what's your dream? And for him to say, I want to be a public speaker, make my own money something to buy my own car, my own house and get married and have a family. That dream sounds as, as difficult as going to the moon, right? And so in order for him to get that dream, he would have to have a really, really big goal. And the goal for him ended up being an Iron Man because an Iron Man gives you a story that makes you a public speaker that makes the dream come alive, which is you make money and then you can do all those things. And so goals are always secondary to dreams because see, that goal was three years ago, right? That goal is done. It's over. But the dream lives on forever because then Chris set the next goal to do Ironman Hawaii. Then he set the next goal to do all six major marathons and all those goals have been accomplished. Now he sets the next goal, the next goal, the next goal. But the dream evolves and the dream is always alive. The dream is who we are. The dream is what makes, gives us the fuel to keep going. Most people think that they're going to set a big goal, but if they don't have a big dream, they're always going to quit. That's what happens. People quit because they don't have a dream that aligns to the size of their goals and they get it backwards. So if you start with a dream and then set an, a goal that aligns to the dream, you are not going to quit on your goal because the dream won't let you. The two works hand in hand. And then to complete the triangle, if you will, the 1% better is the plan. It's the strategy. It's the execution of the goal. And so if you execute the 1% better on a daily basis and you achieve your goals, which are usually a year out, then they contribute to achieving your dreams. And then you repeat the cycle over and over again, continuing to expand the size of your goals, the size of your dreams. And the plan always remains the same. Get 1% better every day. Wow. I think I'll do another blog on that besides the show. That's so beautiful. And it's so simple, 1%. Uh, I'm curious now, having achieved so many things, how are you handling personally all the accolades and all the awards and all the traveling and all the speaking? Now you're famous, and I'm so glad. How are you handling this? Fun. <laughs> Good work. No more, which it means. It was like fun, consensual, work. So, I think he summarized it nicely. Like, he just has fun every day. Yeah. He really does. Uh, everything is fun. He spoke yesterday at a conference. Uh, then afterwards, he went out and did a, a workout with his friends. Then he did uh, a swim and some more workouts. Then last night, he went to watch a magic game. Um, with a friend. Uh, and then this morning he woke up and did a bike trainer for an hour. Now he's doing a podcast. Next, he's going to go to the gym and work out with his friends. Then he's going to go to lunch. To him, this is all fun. And each moment is uniquely enjoyable because it all they all bring a different perspective. It, yeah. You know, this whole idea of famous and, and celebrity and all that, it literally means nothing to Chris. It does. It does not. You know it does. Does. You like it because you like what people say. <laughs> yeah, I love But it's no big deal to you. You you enjoy your Chipotle <laughs> as much as you enjoy, you know, going to a world-class events hall, don't you? Yeah, you do. <laughs> so, you know, we keep it real here. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we know it's a gift from God. We're thankful for the gift he gave him. And now we realize that we talk all the time about it, that it's right now his mission is to share that gift with others. 
Um, and, and, you know, Chris, every night before he goes to bed, he does his uh, Tim Tebow devotional. Like he, he spends an hour in the Bible every day just kind of, you know, reading and writing and, and, and always, you know, having an open mind to what God has in mind for him. And we talk about it all the time. I think, you know, people, you know, see and hear Chris and, and see how he speaks and all that. And they have perceptions. But Chris is, is pretty deep. He doesn't always communicate it to the depths that we might expect it. But he is deep. He is, he is solid in his faith. Uh, he spends every day in it. And um, there's an awful lot of amazing things going on uh, underneath the surface. And you could tell because he continues to sustain his effort. And he knows he has a mission in life to help other people. And isn't it very, very special that this has come to him at such, you, Chris, at such a young age when many people are searching for that purpose and that fulfillment, I'll say, and with it fun, because if you're doing what you're meant to be doing, fulfilling your purpose, it doesn't have to be something you're just pushing, pushing for. It comes to you because that's what you were here on this earth to do. Any comments about that? You want to know more about the fun and how you how you can go through each day and how it serves your purpose to help others. So the uh, office is to have certified actors cross your trumpet eyebrow. And and who's gonna help them? Yeah. And you you can be there. Look, Chris. What I do is, is insignificant. Or what you do is you give people a belief that they could do it. You're the you're the one who's doing all this. I'm just kind of doing the work. You know, I'm in all the fiber work. Yeah. Chris, you're humble. Stay humble. Stay humble. <laughs> and Dad, you're proud. Stay proud. Stay proud. Uh, I it took me. I want the audience to know two years to get these two people on doing it right. And I knew it would be as fabulous as it is. I just appreciate you so much. I appreciate the authenticity of you both, the purpose that you are fulfilling in your own life, and more importantly, the purpose and the dreams and the goals that you're sharing with others with the message that's true, if we could just all grasp it. You're here for a purpose. Whatever that is, don't feel like it has to be, okay, I now know my purpose. It's X, Y, Z. I've got to go do that. It will come. Just as you said, do something that's your natural gift, your natural talent. Push yourself with, I love the word grit. Chris, you got grit, young man, to pursue. <laughs> you keep that grit, Chris. <laughs> And so listen, if you don't mind, I would like to just kind of, you know, finish it off with yep. kind of what's next in our life. Please. And so, you know, the, the, the real purpose is to help as many people as we can, because we as parents know how heartbreaking and devastating it is when the old world tells us what our kids can't do. Yeah. And we worry about them for the rest of our lives. And so, but also our kids end up living a life of isolation and dependence, which really is no way to live. And so we want to solve both problems. We want to give the parents hope and we want to give the kids a life. And the way we're going to do that 
is by continuing to build role models like Chris, because the more role models we have, the more we can overcome uh, the current belief system and the, and the way people view our kids and what they're capable of doing. And so this next year, we're going to do invite about 20 young men and women um, from all over the country to come to Orlando for a year with us. And we're going to do a docu-series, documentary, to show the world what's possible uh, and, and do it through a documentary. We're going to put them through the same kind of plan we put Chris through, and we're going to show what's possible over a year. And in the, pro in the process, what we're doing is also finalizing and fine-tuning the system, the 1% Better system, mm -hmm. because then uh, over the next couple of years, we're going to be building an academy in Orlando. It's going to be kind of like a two-year academy. Think of it like the Naval Academy where people come in for a purpose. Mm -hmm. and, and our purpose is to help them um, build confidence, build skills, build grit, and build uh, the kind of um, skills and, and knowledge that they need to be fully employed in a community. Uh, and we're going to build this academy that's going to be two years in order to bring another 100 people at a time and create more role models. And then hoping that that academy is going to uh, multiply into hundreds and thousands around the country and around the world where kids like Chris coming out of high school will know that they have a place to go. They can go to the 1% Better Grid Academy and they're going to learn how to be fully independent, fully inclusive in the community. And the parents can relax and realize that their kids are going to be okay. And two questions. Right here. Be here after another problem. Right here. The parents are the problem. We are the problem. <laughs> and I can't stop a tip because my old man is the problem. I am, but I'm trying to fix it. He's the problem? <laughs> and the old man? Boring. Yeah, you are. You don't know what I am. Every time you deal with all the species, I'm like, oh my God. You can see him? Oh, I'm trying to Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And me? Sushi too. Yeah. Bunch of all day sushi. Yeah. Sorry. That's it. That's life. And box of rice. In a nutshell, a box of rice. And pork domain. And pork domain. You got it. You two could have a comedy show, you know. Except he's not very funny. I'll Yeah. Yes, you are. You are, Chris. You are funny. Add that to your write a write a humorous story. In fact, I want you to show, if you would, and and uh, we'll put up on the banner how people can get in touch with you. You have so many aspects to this story. If someone wants to get in touch with you on the banner underneath, what is it going to say? And show up, show those two books as well. First, talk about the books. What are they? Sure. So it's the There's a one percent better Chris Dickens book, which is a children's book. It's a beautifully illustrated book um, that's um, kind of follows his journey to the Iron Man. Oh, that's great. And then the one percent better book that we wrote to share the story and the system with people to show them how Chris achieved his full potential and how they can too. But yeah, their parents are plumber. And, and then the way to reach us is to go to Chris's website, chrisnikich.com, and just um, send us a connection notice, send us a note, tell us how uh, we can connect and what we can talk about. And on the end, 
or DM you on social media. Again, Chris Nikic on on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and so you can find him either through Instagram on Chris Nikic or on his website at chrisnikic.com. And I can tell you they're both fun. <laughs> Chris, you're fun. It shows. Thank you. Thank you. It's <laughs> And I'm not that sexy. I am too. Get out of here. <laughs> all there. <laughs> I want to. I hope you find a cute young lady out there somewhere. Yeah. He's got to be blonde, right, Chris? Yeah. Got to be blonde. Well, you know what? He's reached all his goals. Let's see about that one. I've got to have you back next year when he's got the blonde. You've got all these things going across the world and in Florida. What goals? I can't thank you both enough for being on the show, for mar mostly just being who you are, both of you, and taking everything that you have in your potential, both of you, and sharing it with other people to inspire. That's, I think, why we're here on this earth. The more people we can touch, and frankly, that is the purpose of this show for six years now is to have guests like you who can motivate, inspire, tell stories, and end with, and I've been successful, whatever that success is for that person, through a journey. It isn't always, wow, I just hit it big, ever. I don't have those guests on. I don't know who they are. So I could have my hard, long ride. <laughs> uh, interviews with me. Oh, yeah. In the future, you could have her be on the interview with you. Yeah. And get rid of the old man. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Keep the old man. <laughs> and, oh, by, by the way, the point you just made is is probably the most important point of all. It is not about the destination. It is always about the journey. Yeah. And we realize that firsthand because the destination comes and goes very quickly, right? The yeah. Iron Man happened three years ago and it's gone. The marathons happen. Mm -hmm. The awards, the ESPYs, all that's already happened. They're now collecting dust in his room. And it's the journey every step of the way that makes it worthwhile. And it's the journey today, tomorrow, every day. Uh, we don't so much look forward to the destination anymore because we have seen how fast they come and go. We look forward to who we become in the process of moving towards those destinations that just kind of give us milestones from one to the other so we can continue to grow by getting 1% better every day. Her mom, you'll be on TV? No, she's not going to be on TV. She doesn't want to be. She's not what? what? Mom, is she there? Put her in. I saw Well, she's, yes, not, no. she's not ready. Oh, she she's not ready. She didn't put her makeup on. And get I, I was just going to <laughs> <laughs> say, Chris, women don't go, come on camera unless, they've got, unless they're prepared. So I understand I'm that. Well, Mom, if you're listening, God bless you, too. You two have uh, grown up a wonderful young man, and I know you're very proud of him. And you're your whole family. Elder growing up, she dedicated 24-7 to him. Yeah. Absolutely gave him the most amazing foundation. And he is who he is because of his mother. Absolutely. Two mothers. Cheers. Absolutely. And dads. Absolutely. You all continue Get your purpose. Grandma, right? Yes. And grandmas, that's right. <laughs> well, we wish you and continued uh, just joy in knowing, and I know you do, knowing when you touch people's hearts, you make a difference. Not until you touch someone's heart do you make a difference. So all these, to your point, 
all these accolades, all these awards. Some people just as one person I saw in his office, he couldn't have one, he didn't have one space in his office that wasn't filled with statues and awards and all of this. But he, like you, said, these don't matter. What matters is I'm doing from God's perspective what I know he wants me to do. So keep on keeping on, y'all. Well, the greatest rewards are when we see other people achieving their dreams and goals. And we know that we had something to do with at least getting them to think about it. And when we see them cross those finish lines and we see them living a better life, that makes it all worthwhile. You bet. And as we close on the banner, I want you all to see, and it will be verbalized, um, how to reach Chris and Nick. But for those in audio only, Nick, why don't you verbalize for me, please, um, what the website is and how they can reach both of you? Best way to reach us is chrisnickich.com. chrisnickich.com. Really easy. Okay. Now stay on for just a moment because I always have what I call a Valerieism, just a quick little philosophy of mine, and I hope you like it. This one is simply, got to find it here. <laughs> um, when you have one step to go, never take any backward. We kind of stopped, talked about this. When you have one step to go, never take any one backward keep going. Well said. You've said it. I've said it. All of us take it to heart. 1% better. That's what it's about. So as I close, I want to tell each of you that if you will hit that red button and subscribe to this podcast, you'll just get reminders of shows like this. And they're evergreen. They'll be on forever. I don't want anyone to miss any of my shows because they're all great. And this one especially is inspirational. So hit the red button, subscribe to the podcast, and make comments if you like what you see and what you hear. Until next time, see ya. Thanks for listening. To receive Valerie's voice, free monthly leadership tips, and to learn more about her leadership programs and coaching, visit her website, valerieandcompany.com. Next week, we'll be here again to inspire, engage, and equip you with teachable points of view from successful leaders who have been doing it right. Until then, lead authentically.